Welcome to Pop Culture Legends, a mini-series from Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast. Pop Culture Legends explores the spaces in between mainstream and esoteric across the world of media. There's a lot to unbox across video games, movies, TV, and comic books. We hope you enjoy the spaces in between those spaces. Today's legend explores the Tunguska event, or Tunguska incident, a 1908 explosion over eastern Siberia that caused devastation over 830 square miles. Despite having occurred over 110 years ago, this event has gone on to influence popular media and how scientists think about asteroids in the modern day. Join us as we weave between history and the phenomena that went on to fuel creativity for legions of writers. Disaster films have been a frequent well that writers seem to return to throughout the years. While creatively we've seen aliens and monsters attempt to take over the Earth, equally compelling stories arise from natural causes. Films like Armageddon, San Andreas, and 2012 all come to mind over the last few decades. But what if one such event had already occurred on Earth, in real life, in the early 20th century? On June 30, 1908, residents near the Podkamenaya Tunguska River in Siberia, Russia, observed a confusing scenario taking over their morning sky. At around 7.14 a.m., eyewitnesses saw an intense blue light in the eastern Siberian taiga, a remote area covered by millions of trees. The light rivaled in intensity to the sun, but within moments, a massive cloud would appear as fire quickly turned the sky red. Testimony from S. Semenov, who lived near the Tunguska River, described in terrifying detail what he had seen. Quote, the sky split in two, and fire appeared high and wide over the forest. The split in the sky grew larger, and the entire northern side of the forest was covered with fire. At that moment, I became so hot that I couldn't bear it as if my shirt was on fire. From the northern side where the fire was came strong heat. I wanted to tear off my shirt and throw it down, but then the sky shut closed and a strong thump sounded, and I was thrown a few meters. I lost my senses for a moment, but then my wife ran out and led me to the house. After that such noise came, as if rocks were falling or cannons were firing. The earth shook, but when I was on the ground, I pressed my head down, fearing rocks would smash it." End quote. Those who witnessed the terrifying light show thought they were hearing artillery fire, much like Smenonov theorized. But this was actually an explosion. Within moments, a shockwave erupted after the impact, blowing glass windows out of buildings and knocking witnesses to the ground. The incredible series of events was unfortunately not caught on tape. But that's not to say it wasn't noticed by anyone outside of this particular area of Russia. The explosion could be seen 500 miles away. 
Scientists from across Europe and Asia picked up the seismic activity that the Tunguska event registered on their instruments. Its effects were noticed as far away as the United Kingdom, with an equivalent seismic impact of 5.0 on the Richter scale. Its aftermath would be further noticed for several days. The sky was noticeably brighter over the entire continent, as the sheer amount of ice particles in the air reflected so much light that photos could be taken without any flash needed. So what exactly happened here? The world definitely wanted to know, but there are several factors in play for why an immediate investigation did not take place. The first expedition would be led by mineralogist Leonid Kulik in 1921. After he convinced the Russian government there was a likelihood of precious metals that a large meteorite would have left behind in its wake. Unfortunately, for those familiar with Siberia, its landscape is difficult to traverse, and with limited technology available at the time, Kulik would be forced to return later. By 1927, Kulik's team would finally be able to reach the likely site of impact with help from local hunters who knew its location. After arriving, however, Kulik's expedition was met with confusion. As they had assumed, the blast would have left a crater behind. Instead, they would find over five miles of dead, burnt trees, falling away from the center of where the blast likely first occurred. In being able to finally see the devastation, however, several key pieces of information became clearer to researchers. The object that caused the event was either an asteroid or comet, was roughly 328 to 656 feet in diameter, and had exploded at an altitude of 15,000 to 30,000 feet, officially explaining why there was no crater. An important fact here is that the energy this celestial body carried with it would have leveled metropolitan areas. And its landing site in remote Siberia meant that a large-scale tragedy was likely avoided. Despite the explosion being 1,000 times more powerful than an atomic bomb, only three individuals were reported dead in its aftermath. And according to local villagers, many deer were found dead amongst the debris. With such an awe-inspiring event and little access to the impact site, a debate would carry throughout the following decades. While theories about it had been presented and questioned by the scientific community, no immediate answer was available. In 2013, however, a smaller explosion would occur in the southern Ural region of Russia, west of where the Tunguska blast had occurred over a hundred years earlier. On February 15th of that year, the Chelyabinsk meteor exploded in a similar fashion, triggering seismic instruments as far away as Antarctica. This time, however, the blast be over a much more populated area, injuring close to 1,500 people and damaging over 7,000 buildings. The energy released by this asteroid was at least 25 times as devastating as an atomic bomb and was the second largest known natural object to enter Earth's atmosphere. 
Despite the level of sophistication and technology available to us now, even the six-story tall object went undetected. The important findings, however, were that these events bore many similarities to Tunguska. The confirmation of an asteroid causing these results helped to reinforce a 2001 theory. Atmospheric trajectory modeling was used to predict that the 1908 celestial body likely came from the asteroid belt in our galaxy. With an almost 83% probability, the hypothesis that an iron meteorite caused the Tunguska event was accepted by many amongst the scientific community. The odds that two events with strikingly similar profiles occurring in the same country are baffling, but at least now we have more answers. The Tunguska blast celebrated its 114th birthday in 2022 and leaves behind a legacy that didn't only perplex scientists, but left a noticeable mark on pop culture. Numerous literary works pay homage to the event as a fictional culprit for alien invasions, time travel, and even a possible failed experiment by Nikola Tesla. It would be mentioned in Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, as well as The X-Files. In 2015, it even inspired the supernatural drama Siberia, a show that dramatized the real effects of an asteroid explosion as an otherworldly entity. In terms of its non-fictional relevance, Events like Tunguska have shaped the concept of asteroid impact avoidance. According to NASA, every 2,000 years or so, a meteoroid the size of a football field will hit the Earth and cause significant damage. With the sheer amount of objects that are near to the Earth, mitigation efforts are necessary. Within the last eight years, NASA scientists have stated that the Earth is not prepared for being able to safely address an impending future object hitting the planet. NASA scientists aren't the only ones stating this fact either. The late Stephen Hawking referred to asteroid collisions as being the biggest threat to the Earth's future safety. The problem, however, according to NASA Director Paul Chodas, manager for NASA's Center of Near-Earth Object Studies, is that we require years, not months, to actually properly assess and have any chance against the future object collisions. According to a Business Insider interview, Chodas mentioned that while NASA is attempting to simulate and develop plans for dealing with objects hitting the planet, the needed technology doesn't yet exist. The article goes on to state that NASA hasn't fully identified hazardous objects in space and that a five to 10 year warning would be needed to truly deploy a solution to deal with such threats. For now, the best defense that NASA has formulated involves explosives, high powered lasers, or targeted spacecraft to redirect object trajectories. If this seems like a relatively questionable plan after over 100 years since Tunguska, it's truly an internationally recognized mission to protect mankind. In terms of legacy, we've learned quite a bit since the incredible events that leveled five miles of forest and baffled the entire world long before many of us were even alive. While the Tunguska event may not be a household bedtime story, 
it has impacted the world in far more ways than you might guess on a daily basis. Without it, there's a very strong chance that scientists may not have deployed as quickly to develop technologies needed to assess interplanetary threats and potential extinction level events. By 2026, NASA hopes to know 90% of near-Earth objects, those that are the biggest threats to our existence. Objects capable of the power that the Tunguska event unleashed on our planet. We'll leave you with the words of MIT astronomer Richard Binzel, a leading voice in near-Earth object research. Quote, because we now have the capability to detect and know what is out there, I think scientifically we have a moral responsibility to obtain that information. It would be unconscionable that we were caught by surprise by an impact that we could have seen coming. End quote. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Pop Culture Legends, a digital dissection miniseries. Be on the lookout for future episodes as we explore the relative unknown as some of pop culture's stories lie just outside mainstream periphery. If you like this short story, why not like, subscribe, and comment as part of the Digital Dissection community? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our dynamic content on YouTube. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you at digitaldissectionpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, keep on dissecting. And if you see a bright blue light in the sky, you might want to take cover. <laughs>